Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Yes, it's the Gay Family Series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers, it's early evening and they've just finished dinner. You haven't made any plans for tonight, have you, Liz? No, why? How would you like to go for a little ride? Go for a ride? Hmm. What for? We're married. (laughs) Well, I thought you might like to go for a ride in a brand new automobile. Brand new? Oh, George, you darling, you don't mean it. Yes, I do. Oh. The Atterbury's got their new car today. <laughs> and they're coming over to take us for a ride. Oh, please. I thought you meant you finally broke down and bought a new car. No chance. You know we can't afford it. But, George, I don't see why. Oh, now, don't a... start in, Liz. We have a perfectly good car. Gets us where we want to go. Yes, but it needs fixing. The eyes and glass curtains are all shot. <laughs> wicks in the headlamp. <laughs> Never mind, Liz. We're keeping that car. Oh, uh, there they are. Come on, let's go out and take a look at their new car. Yeah, I want to eat my heart out. Good boy, Liz girl. How do you like it? Wow, what a car. Well, Liz, what do you say? Oh, it's beautiful, Iris. Look at all that fancy, smancy chrome. Now, that's what the front of a car should look like. That's the back. <laughs> Ooh. Of the car, Liz. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Where'd you ever find such a lovely shade of black? <laughs> Wasn't my idea. I wanted a canary yellow convertible with leopard skin upholstery. But Rudolph is president of the bank, so we always end up with black. George, George, I want to show you something. Come around here to the back. I, I mean the front. There's a bumper that guards the guard, that guards the bumper, that guards the grill guard, that guards the grill. You don't get to the motor for three feet. <laughs> Iris, uh, have you asked him yet? No, girl. He's so happy I hate to say anything. But look, if he agreed to, uh, to, to, to teach you how to drive, if he got a new car... Now, now, what goes? Well, you know, he promised me a fur coat instead, but I, I think that was a campaign promise to get my vote. Well, let me bring up the subject. Maybe he won't want to refuse in front of George and me. Gee, Mr. Atterbury, that really is something. Oh, Liz, you ought to see that grill. It's a honey. Yes, dear. Oh, Iris... Yes, Liz. I suppose now that you've got a new car, you'll be learning how to drive. Oh, yes. Uh, Rudolph promised he'd teach me. Didn't you, Rudolph? Rudolph, did you hear me? Are you going to teach me to drive? Yes and no. (laughs) What do you mean, yes and no? Yes, I heard you, and no, I'm not going to teach you to drive. (laughs) Well, I just don't think you're being fair, Mr. Atterbury. George taught me to drive three years ago. Yes, and I just stopped shaking this morning. <laughs> well, you're a big help. Look, it's no use. My mind is made up. But, Rudolph, listen, you Listen, stop... listen. In my day, I've done many things that I'm not proud of. I've attached salaries and repossessed cars and foreclosed on mortgages. But I couldn't stand to have it on my conscience that I put another woman driver on the street. <laughs> Why, you pompous tub of lard. <laughs> Pompous? Oh, never mind, Iris. He 
he's not the only teacher in the world. I know a wonderful driver who, who'll be glad to teach you how to drive. You do? Who is it? Me. <laughs> oh, no. Liz, are you out of your mind? Certainly not. I can teach Iris. In a few weeks, you'll be driving just the way I do. Yes. <laughs> what a frightening thought. Don't worry, Iris. We'll show him. Liz? What? I absolutely forbid you to teach Iris to drive. Is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, George. And Iris, I absolutely forbid you to let Liz teach you to drive. Understand? Yes, Rudolph. George. Rudolph! No! You know, Iris, I think they mean it. to the bank, and then suddenly he couldn't stand the thought of taking that beautiful, shiny new car into traffic. Well, I'm glad he left it. Now I can teach you to drive in your own car. Well, we won't hurt it, will we, Lee? I'd hate him to find out what we're doing. Oh, don't be silly. We'll be doing him a favor by breaking it in. <laughs> if he ever finds out, he'll murder me. Iris, your husband has no right to keep you from learning to drive. It's just a plot, so he can have the car all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you have a legal right to learn to drive. Yeah. <laughs> you can qualify for a license as soon as you're past 18, and boy, do you qualify. <laughs> yeah. Liz. Oh, you know what I mean. Come on, let's get in your car. Well, why don't you get in? can't sit in that little space behind the wheel. There's not nearly enough Oh, now, seat. don't get excited, Iris. Luckily, you have an adjustable seat. <laughs> I have? <laughs> no, the car. Oh. There, now get in. There. Get it. Uh-oh. Smell With the seat back, your feet don't reach the pedals. How do you like that husband of mine? He deliberately bought the wrong size car for me. <laughs> Iris, cars don't come in sizes. People do. Now, we'll just flip the seat forward a little. There. Hmm. Now, I'll explain the whole thing to you. Those two pedals under your feet are the clutch and the brake. Which is which? Well, the one on the... No, the one on the... Well, it's easier to tell when the car's moving. <laughs> How? Well, it's very simple. If you step on the brake and if you don't stop, it's the clutch. <laughs> oh, that sounds easy enough. Now, now we'll start the car. We turn the keys like this. Mm -hmm. Now the ignition's on. Mm. Step on the starter. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing, Iris? I'm trying to get my foot up on the dashboard. <laughs> Why? Well, you told me to step on the starter, and that's where it is. Oh. Oh, oh in my car, it's on the floor. Well, push it. It started. It started. Hooray, I'm driving. Hold it, girl. There's more. You have to be moving. Oh. Well, what do I do now? Push in the clutch. Try the pedal on the left. 
Okay. Now pull this gear thing down towards you. All right. Here it goes. Perfect. <laughs> Gee, that's even better than I do. Now here we go. Let the clutch out very slowly and smoothly. All right. <laughs> there. How was that? Great. In case you find something rolling around the back seat, it's my head. <laughs> hey, hey, look at me, Liz. Now I'm driving. <laughs> How am I doing? When you're going awfully crooked, drive straight. I am driving straight. The car is going crooked. <laughs> you better do what I do. See that white line down the middle of the road? Yes. Well, get one wheel on either side. <laughs> and your radiator cap right on the line, and you can go straight as a die. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> All right, now. Now I'll show you a wonderful invention. See that little mirror right above the windshield? Yeah. What do you see in it? Oh, I see out the back window. Oh, no, no, it's not adjusted right. Just so you can see yourself. <laughs> okay. There. See? That's so you can put on lipstick while you're driving and still keep one hand on the wheel. <laughs> well, what won't they think of next? Okay, Iris. Now I'm going to teach you to turn a corner. It's just like going straight, only give the wheel a big jerk and go in a different direction. <laughs> oh, is that all? Oh, of course, you have to, have to make a hand signal. There's a signal for turning left, turning right, and stopping. Well, what are they? Well, they're all the same. You just stick your hand out the window and wave it. <laughs> but uh, how can they tell what you're going to do? They can't, but as soon as they see it's a woman's hand, they stop until you've done it. <laughs> Turn this next corner. Am I ready for it? Well, no, but we don't have much choice. It's a dead-end street. There we are. Nice work, Iris. Mm -hmm. Home, safe, and sound, and not a scratch. And you parked beautifully. Oh, it was easy with you working the brake for me. <laughs> and now, my prize pupil, I've decided you are ready to solo. Solo? Yes. I'm going to get out, and you're going to drive around the block alone. I can't. Of course you can. Katie's waiting for me in my car. I'll stay here with her, and you go around the block and pull up and park in back of it. Well, okay, if you say so. Wish me luck. Good luck. Oh, gee. I can hardly believe she's only had one lesson. Hi, Katie. Hello, Mrs. Cooper. I've been waiting for you. Did you see Mrs. Atterbury? This is her first time alone. She's going to drive around the block all by herself. Oh, do you think she can do it? Certainly. Oh, my goodness. There she comes now, down at the corner. She sure got around the block fast enough. Oh, why is she driving so close to the curb? Don't worry. She's going to park in back of us. Well, don't you know how? Katie, I taught her, didn't I? Would I be sitting here if I didn't think she'd stop in plenty of time? But... matter with her? Oh, she's getting out. Here she comes. Why didn't you put your hand out? <laughs> what? We were standing still. You ran into us. Oh, that's right. How bad are the cars? I'm afraid to lie. Oh, now don't cry, Iris. Here, let me take a look. 
Oh, they're not smashed too bad. Oh, we explain this to our husbands. Well, crying isn't going to... Our husbands. I forgot about them. Oh, Liz, Rudolph will kill me. Well, my life expectancy isn't any too long either. Look at that mess. Looks like your car tried to bite my car in the trunk. Sehen wir Realität nachträglich, eine allzu literarische Uniform aufzuzwingen. Damit aber bekommt der Roman etwas Beiläufiges. Und es ist schwer vorstellbar, dass es Diese Beiläufigkeit wird durch die Übersetzung noch hervorgehoben. Get it? 
We have no idea where our cars are or what happened to them. What car? That's the <laughs> George, boy, did you get Liz to talk last night? Not a word. She just keeps claiming she knows nothing about it. Did you bring her with you? Yes, she's waiting outside. Well, why do you want her here? I have an idea. Meet Mr. Rogers. He's the adjuster for the insurance company. How do you do? How do you do? You couldn't get your wife to talk either, eh, Atterbury? No, no. I sat her in a kitchen chair and turned the bridge lamp in her face. <laughs> but she kept screaming, I didn't do it! I didn't do it! I didn't do it! I didn't do it. I would have gone further, but I hated to cut up a perfectly good garden hose. You know, I'm beginning to think that maybe they didn't do it. Nonsense. That accident had a woman's touch. I even told Iris that Liz had confessed, but she didn't fall for it. That's why I asked you to bring Liz down. Oh, I get it. We'll tell Liz that Iris ratted on her, and, and then she'll squeal. Right. Wait till I get to the phone. All right. You're in. Okay. Oh, Liz, uh, come in here a minute, will you? George, will you please tell me why I had to come all the way down? Mr. Atterbury's on the phone. Oh. I see, Iris. Yes, Iris. So that's the way the car got wrecked, eh? What? Liz, you're eavesdropping. Oh, keep quiet. Yes, dear, yes, I agree with you. It was all Liz's fault. <gasps> why, that dirty stool pigeon. Liz, thank you for being so honest, Iris. I absolve you of all blame. <gasps> Goodbye. Lotus bud? <laughs> well, I don't blame Liz for not telling us what happened, George. But good old Iris did. Good old Iris is going to get her good old eyes scratched out. I heard you say it was my fault. Is that what she told you? Yes. Wasn't it? It most certainly was not. I'll tell you what really happened. Good. Meet Mr. Rogers from the insurance company. How do you do? You, how do you do? Uh, you can take this down. It's going to be good. Go ahead. Well, Iris was riding with me, and we were going down 4th Street. You know where the hill is? Yes. When all of a sudden, her car started to pass us. But you said Mrs. Atterbury was with you. Who was driving her car? Nobody. Mm. (laughs) Liz, now stop stalling. I'm not. Her car passed us went up the hill and back down the hill right into my car. Mm. All by its little self. Mm. All by its little self. <laughs> well, that could explain how her taillights got embedded in your radiator. Now all we have to find out is how your taillights got into her radiator. It's very simple. You see, when I started to teach Iris to drive... Oh, no. Don't worry. I gave her a two-hour lesson before I let her solo. You what? Oh, no, no. Solo? Iris? Alone in my beautiful new car? I may be sick. <laughs> Go on, Liz. Well... Block fine, but when she tried to park, she plowed into me, clear up to a grill. Oh, <laughs> oh it's all right, Mr. Atterbury. It's all over now. I know, I know. She tells it so vividly. I can always feel my crumb crumpling. <laughs> now, go on, Mrs. Cooper. I can hardly wait to hear the rest of it. Well, there, there isn't much 
much more to tell. The bumpers on the cars were locked together, so we both got in my car and headed down the hill for the repair shop, and that's where her car broke loose and passed me. Liz, Liz, don't say a word. Iris Atterbury, I want to talk to you. I called home and Katie said you were down here. I'm not too late, am I, girl? What do you mean? Rudolph tried to trick me into telling everything by saying you'd squeal, but I didn't fall for it. You didn't? <laughs> no. You haven't said anything, have you? Well, uh, uh, you see... Oh, I did, Iris. I'm a fool. I told him the truth. The truth? Oh, you didn't. You're darn right she didn't. She fed us the most fantastic story you ever heard. I did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should have heard it, Iris. This is a real whopper. Well, that's the first honest thing you've said today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, come on, Liz. Now, now, come on and give us the real story. And see that you make it better than the other one. Better than the... Yeah. Well, that's a pretty tough order, but I'll try. <laughs> you see, when I pulled up in front of Iris's house, I ran over something. And when I got out to look, I saw that it was the big toe of a tremendous giant. Uh, a giant? Yes. He was 80 feet tall and had a purple beard and three eyes in the middle of his forehead. He got mad when I said hi, Shorty, and he picked up, he picked up both our cars and started banging them together. My favorite husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.